What's going on everyone? Mark Berti here at Breakthrough Success. And when it comes to building your influence, there are so many different things we can do to make it happen, which is where some of the overwhelm can come into play. So that's why I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to talk about some of the simple steps you can use to start building your influence online in under 30 minutes a day. And this is going to be heavy into PR. So doing your own PR and building your influence in just 30 minutes a day. So if you like finding just squeezing a half an hour each day and you look long-term six to 12 months and you are on top of your game in terms of influence, in terms of clients and customers coming in, this is going to be a great episode for you. Our guest who joins us is a journalist, public speaking trainer, digital marketer, PR specialist, and founder of Casa Famosa PR agency, for wellness thought leaders. Our guest who joins us is none other than Natasha Zoe. Natasha, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. What an energetic start. <laughs> Feel so pumped up now to have this conversation with you. Natasha, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I love the 30 minute a day idea because that's as long as you're listening to the Breakthrough Success podcast. So maybe you guys do it during the episode or you just find time after the episode. However you find those 30 minutes, it's going to be a big game changer for your business. So can we talk a little bit about first just being able to take charge and grow our platform. I feel like PR, especially a lot of people don't know how to do that themselves. I think they have to hire uh, like a whole agency. So like, how do we get that ability to do our own PR and what does that look like? Sure. Yeah. The confusion comes a lot from, there are so many myths around PR. People believe that they need to be a celebrity before they even get started having a publicist. People believe that it's supposed to cost you like a, a number with five zeros at the end. And therefore people don't even try to do that. Yet when I'm thinking about it, PR is, uh, you know what it stands for, it's just public relationships. And any business at any stage of their, or their growth can do relationships. In fact, you know, I don't know a single business in the world that wouldn't benefit from building relationships, right? So being, becoming your own publicist is, starts with shifting your mindset about this. It starts by thinking, what is the relationship? What is the connection that I can build that will, uh, that will come handy for me, that will contribute for me? that will contribute to my growth. So uh, it starts with uh, nurturing the relationship that you have uh, and looking how can it take you more publicly. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you can do, uh, I'm sure we'll dive in uh, more into it, but there are already a lot of people around you uh, in your circle, in your most immediate circle who can give you a shout out who can, uh, you know, who can make a public post about you and what you do and who can, uh, you can, you know, you can maybe plan an exchange of, uh, you know, an exchange of shout outs. And that's where it starts. Uh, and I know that's not a, you know, that's not a Forbes feature or anything. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the beauty about building, you know, when you start building it for 30 minutes a day, what you're looking at is uh, if you ever done a 
any you know any marketing study uh there is this curve uh which is uh, called like a curve of um a curve of adopters right there is early early adopters late adopters uh, early majority late majority and uh if you ever done it you know that the, your early adopters is like this kind of tiniest bit on the curve uh but without them you never ever uh reach to the late majority the you know the biggest portion those are your strongest uh, advocates those are your strongest cheerleaders which gonna you know be bringing your business up for everyone else so uh, building your uh, early public relations uh, is building those early adopters is connecting with people who will be you know it's gonna be individual it's gonna be handcrafted but those gonna be the strongest connections which will bring you forward and Natasha brings up a really great point. So many people already in a rush to get that Forbes feature that they may forget to look at something like an Instagram shout out for shout out exchange or uh, being on a podcast. While these aren't Forbes types of appearances, they are appearances that do grow your audience and set yourself, set yourself up so you have a better shot at getting that Forbes feature and even maybe being lucky enough to get found by a Forbes contributor where you didn't have to do outreach. The person just came across your content and decided, oh, I'm going to share this person. So the starting point Absolutely. is definitely your inner yeah. circle. And I feel like a lot of people ignore that because they just go for the star. It's like they go for the uh, big fish without looking at all the little fish, like all the little opportunities all around them. How, what's the transition from the initial inner circle to getting something like a Forbes feature? Uh, good question. So the uh, trend, uh, so that's that's a beauty you find in it. Uh, once you start going for inner circle and for the you know the uh, opportunities at hand, uh, you start you start realizing that every you know every little uh, one of those uh, can bring you some follow ups. You know there will be someone who would be like, hey, I loved it. Uh, hey, that was interesting, you know, and uh, there two things happen. Uh, first of all, you become more visible and more people reach out to you. Uh, second thing, uh, what you get uh, to do is you get to polish your message. Uh, because uh, Forbes feature and any big features, uh, another, you know, another belief that people have is uh, what you're going to have is like a long list of titles. You're going to be best published author, you know, multi-successful, multi-billionaire business uh, owner of like, a, and so on and so on. Uh, and in fact, is what interesting uh, in many cases for uh, press, uh, particularly, is uh, a personal story. And they are interested how, you know, a guy from, you know, a particular background with a particular, you know, this, the particular set of challenges uh, overstep those challenges and start his first local shop or start with his first online business. Uh, or they're interested in, you know, in the story of, uh, you know, of, of a mom of three who uh, turned her struggle with, you know, with no time into a business opportunity. So it doesn't have to be a, a big business it has to but your personal story and uh, that's where you know by going into uh, into your first uh, uh, first circle feature you find this first story, you find the story and you find what might uh, might be interesting in those conversation you polish uh, what publishers call uh, your sound bites 
uh, which is, you know, your little business of information, which you spit out and the person on the other hand goes, on the other end goes, aha, that's interesting. And that's something that you can take and later on turn into your pitch, uh, turn into something that you're going to do uh, outreach outlets with. And it's interesting how you just keep building yourself up and you can't shout out your way to something like a Forbes. You have to have a lot behind you, your story. You have to have a lot of good credentials and different things like impressive work. Like the think about the stories that are on Forbes or on your like big media outlet on your top of your list. Think about what types of stories are already going on there. It's really impressive the types of people who do get covered on those types of places. So being able to build up your work while yeah. getting the shout outs and as you build up, you're going to develop those sound bites and you're going to be able to better craft your pitch. And the pitch is such an important part. It doesn't matter if you're doing like PR to get on something like Forbes or you're just at a networking event. So I'm wondering, what are some tips you have for people who maybe they don't have a good pitch down or to look to improve their existing one? Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to be looking at a fairly cold pitch, right? This is like a whole, whole different conversation uh, about the, about the, you know, uh, warming up your contacts, but since you're saying, you know, maybe like a conference or, uh, you know, maybe a pitching. So, uh, let's look at a fairly uh, cold pitch. And, uh, if you're pitching cold, if person doesn't know you, at least make sure you know the person you're pitching to, you know, <laughs> at least one side of the conversation gotta be familiar with, uh, you know, what, uh, what's gonna, uh, lend, uh, an interesting conversation here. Uh, what I say here, uh, usually, and how I train my team, um, is, uh, I say, I, uh, I ask them to imagine the situation when you're on a plane and you, uh, pick up one, one of those, uh, plane magazines and, uh, in this magazine, you read an article and you see that it's like, you know, signed with a name and there is like a photo and you turn to your right and you see that there is a person uh, whose photo is there is next sitting next to you. So the plane is four hours. And in the next four hours, you have uh, a chance to either, you know, kind of be awkwardly silent with a person, uh, or make a conversation with uh, the person sitting next to you. So how would you start it? Would you start it by, hey, I see this is your article. By the way, I'm a best uh, successful, best-selling author. Uh, nice to meet you. That might be not gonna go really well. Uh, you probably, you know, gonna start by asking something. You're gonna start by sharing how do you and your experience relate to something that you just wrote. Hey, I wrote this. Uh, by the way, uh, here's what happened to me. And uh, then you can, you know, you can already like solidify it with all your credentials, all your, you know, uh, whether it's your certifications or you know, uh, cases of business success. But you start with a story here's what's happened to me and uh here i am if you want to you know if you want to check me out for the reference this portion where people like put out their credentials uh this is kind of a second part of your pitch uh where you give person like where you make it easier for them to search for you you are like oh by the way this is who i am here are all the links go check me out and you know let uh, let me know if you want to get back to this conversation but this is the conversation so 
um, I guess the way to look at it is uh, what contributors, writers, um, uh, particularly uh, those who are uh, professional writers, uh, not only contributors who are like contributors usually have, uh, you know, their primary occupation and then they write on the site whenever they have an idea. Uh, as for writers, they are tasked to put out, you know, sometimes uh, many content pieces a day, many articles a day. Uh, so they are more likely to be on a lookout for idea. Uh, so if you write to a contributor and say, hey, here's an idea, of, of a story, uh, maybe that's not at all of his priority list. You have more chances writing to um, someone who is, um, you know, paid to write, uh, who is expected to put out a particular number of, uh, you know, of articles every single week. And you're like, hey, uh, those are the topics that you covered. Uh, uh, this is an interesting spin-off, or this is like an additional information on this is, you know, an illustration of a story that I have. This is like my personal life, which, uh, you know, which can be illustration to a particular topic. Topic. Uh, by the way, here is here are my credentials. Would you be interested in learning more? That's kind of a format there. And I mean, that is a good format. And notice how in the first pitch, like, you know, like I'm a best-selling author and um, like, even for me with Breakthrough Success, like best-selling author, like you need to come at me with more than just that. Because <laughs> I've had I'll not say like, like, it's really great to have that in your credentials. Like you're a best-selling author, but so many people now come up and like, they're a best-selling author. Now it's like, I need more to this story. And we're talking about big media outlets who like, I get 20 pitches a week for my podcast. Some of these people probably get 20 pitches an hour or even more than that. So uh, there is right. the deeper element to this than just listing off your credentials and building a true relationship and right that also doesn't give you oh sorry oh no worries. go ahead i might i think where most people drop off is they get the immediate no or they don't hear the response they think it's over they don't build the long-term relationships they want the instant gratification they're not willing to do anything if it's not instant gratification so how do we take a longer term relationship uh, approach on the relationship even though it may not bear fruit right away um right so um uh, what I like to do, I, I mean, I engage all the channels. Uh, I look at uh, where the uh, where the person is active, a uh, particular writer that I want to connect with. Uh, often it's Twitter or LinkedIn. Uh, more rare, it's like Facebook or Facebook or Instagram. Uh, and you engage with them the same as you would engage with you know with, with anyone else. You uh, uh, make a conversation. You know. Uh, like uh, talk about talk about what interests them. Talk about like you see what you see what they are talking about. So that's you know that's your great conversation opener. Uh, and another thing that I wanted to comment on uh, is uh, how you said that uh, people kind of get this initial no and they uh, give up on that. So this is a really great distinction. Uh, if your pitch was all about how you're a best-selling uh, author, the, and the pitch received a no, then what people said no. To is in, in 
this case is you, right? So you're like, okay, so I'm not going to contact this person ever again. Uh, what I do instead, I make a pitch about the story, all right? So like, uh, you know, uh, the, this week, this is what everyone is talking about. So uh, here, you know, here the story about this particular client of mine that I have to illustrate this, to, you know, to uh, put some light onto, you know, on this angle of the story. Then, um, you know, two weeks after, you know, the whole world is talking about something else. And what I can do is if the story is still, for example, like if the writer is writing about, you know, health, holistic health, and the client is in holistic health, what I can do is I can go back to the same, uh, same writer uh, with a different angle. I got to do the job of creating an angle of, you know, of digging out some facts and digging out some ideas and understanding why it's relevant. I can go back to the same writer and say, hey, the, uh, you know, the, uh, here's a new idea for you. How about this one? How about this one? You can always go to uh, the same writers and it's not a, you know, it's not a necessarily no to the, you know, to you as like email sender uh, altogether. It was just a note to the idea, right? That means that you can always come up with, uh, with more ideas. And yeah, the second portion of it is, of course, there is a, a relationship going on in the, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, you know, the conversation. Uh, Twitter is a great place for, you know, for starting, a, for starting a conversation. You don't need to know the person. They don't need to be your friend. They just, uh, and uh, apparently, yeah, I didn't know that because before I was doing PR, I thought Twitter was one of those dead networks. Apparently, there are particular industries hang out there and uh, press is one of the industries actively using Twitter. And there's just so many elements to this with a PR strategy, but it all comes back to building relationships, which is why that long-term focus is so vital. And just talk to people like the regular people. They may be, you know, there's a little difference between talking to anyone like a Forbes contributor, but you have to, when you talk to people like they're people, that's how they're going to remember you. And that's how relationships are going to get deeper. And this is just one of the many elements of doing your own PR. Now there's certainly, you can definitely do your own PR in as little as 30 minutes a day. Uh, there's a lot of benefit though, in following someone like Natasha who really has this process down, who really helps her clients who want that extra visibility. So with that in mind, where can we go to keep following your work and journey? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, my website is Natasha Zo. Uh, as Natasha is uh, so is that oh, um, that uh, you can find you know different clients that I work with different books that I helped launch uh, there's also an opportunity you know there are all my all my social media there as well and yeah if, uh, if you feel like uh, scheduling a call to talk about your particular story because I know that's like a biggest angle is like finding that angle in, you know, uh, finding what's going to interest others in your particular life story. Uh, feel free to schedule a call with me and let's take a look at it. We'll have Natasha's link in the show notes. Definitely make sure you schedule a call with her if you want to learn more about how to accelerate your influence and visibility through PR. Uh, but Natasha, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me.